0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to another edition of the Sunday Rise, presented to you by the Sideline Junkies. It's me, it's me, it's the the big guy KG, coming through with the most incomparable, the undisputed, undefeated Midnight Rider, the man that pays all the bills, keeps the lights on in the building, and he gave the guys in the truck a raise because now we got a cell phone. I mean, we got a phone number to call and a hotline backup because he paid the bill. The boss, BJ.
1: Money then, baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, if you had any parlays or anything from last night, before I get in that, hold on. First and foremost, how you gentlemen feeling? Got to do a well, break. Doing good, man. Doing good.
1: Uh, my blood pressure is still sky high from last night, so and
0: that's what we're getting ready to do because uh, the thing for last night, we had a time last night, we did, we absolutely did. Um, man, we witnessed the biggest comeback in NFL history, it put to it, bumped down BJ's Buffalo Bills. Uh, big comeback over the Houston Oilers in '93 and the great Frank Reich, uh, Marilyn Turp. Uh, his comeback it, it put that down, and the Vikings came back from 33 points down 30, 33 to nothing, tightened up and won 39 36. Uh, the Buffalo Bills damn they gave BJ a heart attack last night because they were damn near giving the game away. And wound up winning the game. Baltimore and Cleveland was the middle part of the game, uh, of the three games. That was the the meat of the the sandwich. And a lot of people are saying, well, I I thought y'all said Huntley was going to be better than Lamar. What's going on? Baltimore loses to Cleveland. Gentlemen, tell me your thoughts just the triple header that we had yesterday. Tell me your thoughts of your your favorite parts. What did you think? A lot of playoff implications and everything on this line. Your thoughts on that. We'll start with the midnight. um, Excuse me. Finish up with uh, the boss BJ. Uh,
2: For me, it was real simple. Uh, I was heavily invested in the Minnesota Indianapolis game. Uh, I had Dalvin cook on my fantasy team. So he, he gave me about 30 points last night. So, pretty good on that. Baltimore-Cleveland, uh, I've never seen such a bad offensive display um, in my life, um, besides the week before when Baltimore played Pittsburgh. So, Baltimore's in that stretch, and I'm starting to get worried because if they falter again down the stretch, this will be two year, three years in a row where Baltimore has kind of just faded away. And that kind of puts Harbaugh's job in – In question. And then lastly, the Bills and the Dolphins. Um, My man Jalen Waddle hooked me up. So that was good. But um, I don't know. Buffalo has a problem with their hands. I'm curious to see what they're going to do because they can't keep playing like this and keep getting the, um, having that horseshoe or that um, four leaf clover in their back pocket and coming out of these games with Ws. Uh, that's pretty much all I got on this. Um, try to keep it short, short and
1: sweet. So, for me, I, I don't think we said that Huntley would be better than Lamar. We thought that – well, I I, mean, I don't know about you guys. I thought that if Huntley came in, there, he's capable. He showed he had some, some skill set uh, pretty similar to Lamar, and I thought that if he came in there and displayed – Any type of, you know, um, offensive ability and ability to move that offense, it would be more of an excuse not to pay Lamar and let him walk. And I know that's that's big because Lamar, you know, we talk about league MVP. But, you know, we talked about that early in the season, the hesitation of the Ravens organization to give Lamar his money. So that's what I was thinking there. Um, I have voiced – numerous times on this show about my opinion on Matt Ryan and how I never thought he was a franchise quarterback. But I think he's unjustly getting to be the poster boy of both the big Super Bowl loss against the Patriots when he was with the Falcons and then last night's collapse. And it's not, you know, it's not 100% fair to him because you still have a defense and special teams on the field that allow Minnesota to score, what, 36 unanswered? So at some point, <clears throat> now I get it, 33 in this league is enough to win a game. If you don't score another dime, if you go score just like the Colts did, the averages say that that is probably 90 something percent you're going to win the game. So you know, instead of putting Matt Ryan's face on you know the poster of these debacles, it, it should be uh, it's a team thing. Uh, the, the Indianapolis defense and Jeff Saturday. They failed yesterday also. Um, <laughs> my beloved Buffalo Bills, I agree with everything the Midnight Riders say, but I will put this this, this screw in there. This, I, I, I try to look at it as a positive because they, they're they having to find new ways to win, and it's not pretty. You know, ever since that Green Bay game, that second half of the Green Bay game, um I don't know what week that was. This offense has been struggling. And I know for two or three weeks, you had the Josh Allen elbow injury. You had the big snowstorm in Buffalo where they had to play two weeks straight in Detroit. That I know that threw some rhythm off. Um, but I believe Miami exposed them last night. As I've been saying this for the last two or three years. Statistically, the defense ranks in the top five. That is not a top five defense on the field, especially without Micah Hyde. And you saw it on the Jalen Waddell bomb where um, I don't know if y'all saw, saw that play. Tremaine Edmonds was yelling at Poirier to cover Waddell and they, to to, um, to pick up that crossing route. Jordan Poirier pulled it uh, on one of the receivers inside. I don't know if Tyreek Hill did a slam, but Jordan Poirier broke on that. And of course Waddell is down the field and uh, Hamlin was back there and they were just all lost. And it's just one of the, with the defense, that's, they, they usually communicate very well. So that was a miscue, but that's when you miss Micah High in the back. They got exposed yesterday on the ground. Now, it hasn't been an issue this season and the latter half of last season. They started to tighten up a little bit, but they Miami had almost 200 yards on the ground. I think it was 180 easily, and Miami dropped the ball several times yesterday. And, and third and one and in short situations with two a drop back and pass. And it's just, it blows your mind. Even as a Buffalo Bill fan, it's like you're, y'all are averaging probably right now, seven, eight yards of carry. Why are y'all dropping back on third and one when this defense is proven that they can't get in the backfield? The Miami offensive line did what they wanted to do with that Buffalo defensive line. This is an issue because I've said over and over again, Leslie Frazier, to me, just doesn't make – he's stubborn on what he calls. It doesn't – it's like they don't want to change. They want to keep running what they're running, and it's, it came to bite him yesterday. Luckily, you know, 17 made some plays, the big 44-yard gallop down the field, the two-point conversion, and then they get down the field to kick the game-winning field goal in the snow. But um yeah, I, 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 it's a good and a bad thing that offense isn't clicking. They have issues, but it's like you're going to be in this situation in the playoffs. These are not going to be easy games. You know, you have to learn how to win in adversity, and they're doing it. It's not pretty. They have to figure out something. They really do. They signed Colby, Beasley. He had one catch. I think he was on the field a handful of times. Um, I like the signing because I felt like. Josh is still looking for the home run ball instead of, you know, you know, working the middle of the field. He does sometimes, but I think Beasley will help open that up. And uh, before I before I turn it over, I don't know if <laughs> if you watch Isaiah McKenzie, our slot receiver, right now, he has absolutely no clue what the hell he's doing on the field. There were plays where you're watching him run, and it looks like there's an option right where he he him and Josh and whoever they have an option to run, probably a hook or you know, whatever a slant. And he's he's picked he picked the wrong play three times. I watched him yesterday do a hook when the seat the seam was open and he, he had kept running straight, he would have been wide open for a touchdown. Now, him being wide open doesn't mean he's gonna catch the damn ball any day. So that's, that's a whole nother issue. Buffalo got a couple issues. They got three weeks to fix it. They got one big game left against Cincinnati. That's their last test. I don't care about Chicago next week. I don't care about the Patriots and the last the last game of the season. Their next test, late game, late season, playoff atmosphere is Cincinnati, and we'll see how they do.
0: I will say this about Buffalo. Um I always <clears throat> Buffalo has normally a been but don't break defense. And over the last 30, mm, 30 years, watching football here in Washington, you know what a what a defense that's supposed to be highly touted looks like and can't stop the run. Those 90s Redskin teams. They couldn't stop the run. They could stop the pass a lot, but they couldn't stop the run. And I know what that looks like. I don't – I can't tell you how to feel about your team, uh, but y- y'all have a top 10 defense. You know, st- to statistically, it was number one overall last year, and they played pretty well. It's just you're missing a big
1: cog right now. Yeah, you're missing the cog, but when you play – last year's Dolphins twice, the Jets twice, the Patriots twice, you better be top five in defense because those teams aren't moving the ball, especially last year in Miami. They didn't have no problem with Miami last year. Now, you know, come to find out this year, they're going to have a problem with Miami in the the future. And the Jets, if the Jets get their quarterback situation straight, the only team that, like, doesn't worry me in the AFC is the Patriots. Like, they're just not on a level of, the, the Bills or the Dolphins, that's, that's, that's a rebuild. Um, but this is a, I don't know if you remember Matt 94, John man called the Buffalo defense, Ben, but don't break. And that's what this defense is. They're very good, um, you know, in their scheme, but I think, you know, and, and Miami presents this problem to a lot of teams. Most is lightning in a bottle. And so is Waddle and Hill. So these guys get losing. I thought they did a really good job of Tyree Hill, except that the touchdown he gets he had over uh, Hamlin and Tredavious White. I don't know what the hell they were thinking there. But for the most again, I thought they did a really good job, you know, uh, taking care of him and, and Waddle, for, you know, for the most part, except that blown coverage. But Mostert, if you had Mostert yesterday in fantasy, you ain't good.
0: And most of this is a former Buffalo Bill. Uh, he was a part of that running back by committee, I think, was that two years ago before he went to San Fran? Um, and, yes, I do remember Madden 94. That was the first Madden I ever owned on Super Nintendo. I still have it. Um think I'm looking at it right now. Uh, so, yeah, I do remember that Madden, one of my favorites. Uh, but I'm, I'm not giving up on Buffalo being a Super Bowl contender. Because they got the tools to do it, I will say that. Um, the middle game, which was uh Cleveland and um Baltimore. No, and when I said that, people were saying it, not you, BJ. I know you and I had to talk about it, and you said this would, would show if Huntley was better, uh, than Lamar, if they would give Lamar the money. And you know, I'm looking on Twitter, and people's like, Well, y'all really thought that he was better than Lamar. Well, he's a quarterback. Everybody makes mistakes. Cleveland did something that kind of threw them off. It happens in the early game. I guess Jeff Saturday don't look too smart. Um, Midnight Rider. Did you check out after the first half? Because it seemed like the play calling changed. They didn't they took their foot off the gas. What did
2: you do? I didn't leave. Did you come home? They just don't listen, they don't listen. Three weeks in a row. Two weeks ago, it was getting the time out in a two-minute situation. Nobody wants to listen to me. And then yesterday, just try to stay in attack mode, but nobody wanted to listen, man. I'm done with it, man. I'm putting in my resolution now. Mm.
0: Got that man ready to resign. Well, like I said, we had a time last night. Three good games. If that's anything of what this weekend is going to be, I love it. It's going to be some good football this weekend. And speaking of good football, we're going to start with our first game of the day. The World Philadelphia Eagles versus the Chicago Bears. And our lines are brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel, reach out to us. we we'll like a sponsorship. And, uh, <laughs> wait, wait, dang, I just had the line. Where did it go? It's uh, Eagles
2: minus eight and a half.
0: Right. And over under is 40 and, eight and a half. And let me throw this out here because I found this this morning. I wanted to. Throw this out there to you guys because I don't think this is fair. And I never—I said this online. I never thought I would take up for an Eagles player or anybody in the Eagles organization because I'm a Washington fan. But this right here, Jalen Hurts had to play at the MVP level in his second season, second start of the season to get respect. Brock Purdy has a few good games on a phenomenal team, and the media is salivating. I agree with this hundred percent. When it comes to Jalen Hurts and what Micah Parsons said, is he the MVP or is the team the MVP? No, he's the MVP. You can't diminish what the kid is doing. He's doing the damn thing, and you you want to diminish it? I can't see that. And I think that's that that that's that's irritating to me. Not only is it irritating, I think it's disrespectful as fuck. And I'm just I'm being honest with that. That is it's disrespectful to him. And it seems like. Whenever it's a quarterback of color. He has to prove himself over and over and over. And then when he does that, he succeeds. It's well, maybe it's not him. Maybe it's the team. Maybe it's the play call. Maybe he's a system quarterback. But when it's a, a non uh, player of color, he doesn't have to prove himself. He has a few good games. Oh, he's a dog. He he got that dog in him. He he like that. He this. He that. Can we stop with that bullshit ass narrative, please?
1: Please. Hey, what were you about to say? Because I just my phone lit up with some messages. I, I heard the C word about to come out. You all right over there?
0: Which C Was word?
1: Did, did you catch that? I mm-hmm. I'll, I'll put it in the chat. Hold on. <laughs> oh. Really? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, <sir.
2: laughs> Woo, boy.
1: Oh, that was <laughs> right there.
2: Woo.
0: <laughs> 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 nah, I, I, I'm. I'm not gonna pull an RG3. No, no.
1: Woo. We can't share that, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Mm mm, mm.
1: Stay inside, <laughs> joke, baby. Yes, Woo. sir. Has
0: to stay inside. <laughs> But why does it? Why does he always have to – why do black quarterbacks and black players have to prove themselves when they've already proven themselves? Jalen Hurts is an MVP candidate. I think he will win MVP. That's if Tua tonga doesn't beat him out for it. I think those two right there are running neck and neck. Nobody else is, is, is with them. Stats don't lie. But getting into this game – uh, Eagles eight and a half point favorites, 48 and a half over under. We'll start with the midnight
2: rider and then go to the balls. BJ I'll finish it up. What you got? Uh this is gonna be an interesting ball game. You got two of the m- more prolific running quarterbacks in the league. Um and they should they should be able to get out and find some space. I think we can get a, a nice scoring game because Philly tends to bring their offense with them every week now. So you want to see AJ Brown and Devontae Smith do their thing. I think the 48 and a half, I think we're gonna go over on that. I'm gonna take that. And then I'm gonna take the Bears to cover. Because for some reason, I feel like they'll stick around. Uh, just because of the dynamic that um Justin Field brings to the game. And that's the only reason I think they'll stick around. Uh so yeah, that's that's just what I got right now on that.
1: I am here, and I, I, you know, I agree with what the big guy KG was saying about Jalen Hurts, man. Like, I get it. The team, the, look, the, we know the Philly is a really good team, top to bottom, defensively, offensively. They're loaded, but like, <laughs> like the big guy KG said, it's like we know that the the team doesn't move without the quarterback at all. Doesn't matter, and it's like you get a black quarterback playing at a high level. Now it's the team and now it's this and, that, and it's that. And I watch the Eagles. I watch I watch watch run around and watch him throwing these darts for passes, doing everything a quarterback, a high level quarterback would do. And it's like people want to diminish that, but um, I'm going to take the Eagles today. I, you know, I think that they're due for another trip up game, you know, just because it's the NFL I'm not sure if it's the Bears this week. If the Bears are going to be on this week, I need it to be this week and not next week against Buffalo. Um, but we'll see. I, I think the Eagles take this one. I think it might be a – because the Eagles are in the same situation Buffalo's in. Every game for them is a playoff caliber team because they're so good and everybody gets up for them. So you might see it close, you know, the first quarter, first half, and I think the Eagles pull away with it. it probably be like 38-17, something like that.
0: All right, there we go. I had to get that mute. Uh, I took the Eagles in this one. Uh, I Honestly, I don't think the Eagles will slip up the rest of the year. I got them going 16-1. and one. And when you're sitting on top of the world like that, you look down, you can see how far you're going to fall. Or you can not fall, I mean. Uh, do I have the Eagles winning the Super Bowl? No. Not even going to say that. It, it wouldn't be a surprise if they do, but I'm not going to say, oh, that's who I picked. I mean, that's chalk. That's too easy. But I got the Eagles in this one. I got the Eagles in a laugh. I got Philly walking off the field at halftime. And then the starters are sitting down there in street clothes in the second half. That's how far out they'll be. Um the last time Philly went to uh 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 the last time Philly went to Chicago, you know, we had the Parky kick that bounced off the upright, bounced off the crossbar and missed. And I think Parky got one job after that. And he hasn't been seen in the league since. So, uh, next game on the list the Detroit Lions, the surging Detroit Lions versus the mm, stumbling Jets. Zach Wilson will be back at the helm this game. The Jets are one and a half point favorites, over under is 44 and a half. Midnight Rider, what you got?
2: Uh, there's a rumor that Detroit has sent mini Mills to Zach Wilson's room to keep him distracted this week. Um, nah, seriously. Um, Jets, Lions, I, I wanted to preview the lines last week, if you remember, KG, um, because I thought they were surging. I thought they were going to be one of those teams. They get James Williams back from Alabama, um, who's going to give them another weapon outside of Amon St. Brown. So I think that's just going to make that team more, more dynamic. I just don't know if the Jets can get it together. I don't see this game being a high scoring game uh because of the defense that the Jets possess. Um so I I can see this hitting the under. The only issue I have is I just don't trust Zach Wilson. So I would take Detroit in the points in this situation just because I just don't have any belief system in, in Zach Wilson um just staying straight and narrow and and being able to guide this team. I think I think he's just one of those guys that's just lost. He doesn't know how to be a leader. Um, he can't be a leader, and he's one of those guys that if he wins two in a row, they'll be talking about him like he's the next coming to Jesus. But he's just not the answer. Uh, that's that's all I can say on that. Yeah, I, I
1: agree with that. Hey, I agree with that. Like, you know, they're gonna have to once they get Mike White back. They're gonna that's their that's their quarterback, and it's unfortunate because you know you spent such a high draft pick. And the Jets, you know, they they hit home runs on a lot of their draft picks. Sauce Gardner, Quentin Williams, um, his brother. Like, they, they're stacked. And I just talked about them. They're quarterbacks away from being a serious team. You know, Mike White got some guts. We got to see if he got talent to go with it. But uh, real quick, I'm going with the Lions today. I like their offense. I think they'll put up the points today. The Jets doesn't have – they don't have the means to keep up with that. So I'm taking the, the Lions today.
0: Uh, here's the thing, and this is something that is not talked about this season. This season, Zach Wilson is five and two as a starter. That's nothing to shake a stick at. He's completed 55.6 percent of his passes, um, 1,279 yards, four touchdowns, five picks, uh, 72.6 QB rating. But it, it, it's translated into five wins, you know, after being three and 10 as a starter last year, five and two this year, that says a lot, that says something. But I think he is the answer. He just needs to be groomed like any other quarterback. He needs to be groomed, but he also has to be groomable. You have to be open and receptive to any kind of criticism, whether it be constructive or in or otherwise, you have to be that. If he's not open to that, he won't be in this league long. He'll go by the way of uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, David Klinger, uh, Andre Ware. Done. Quickly. You know, like a comet. Come across the sky and that's it. But I'll take the lines in this one and I'm probably going to kick myself. But give me the lines in this one. But give me the lines by a field goal, uh, the cardiac cats. Because they like to do things at the last minute. So. Dan Campbell said he was going to bite some kneecaps off. That's what he's doing. So, uh, next game, we just going to gloss over this and don't want to spend too much time on it because it's really not a super important game. But I wanted to talk about my vindication from last week. The Cowboys visit the Jaguars, and the Cowboys are three-and-a-half-point favorites over and under over-unders, 47-and-a-half. Over the Cowboys played the Texas last week, and I said on this very show, that the Cowboys would struggle with the Texans. Lady C bet me a dollar. She still ain't gave me that dollar. I just want to let y'all know that. She's trying to bump it down to 50 cents. I say the Cowboys are going to win. So you only get 50 cents. Now nah, don't hit me with none of that. The Cowboys are going to struggle yet again with the Jaguars because this is not the same Jaguars team from the beginning of the season. This is a different Jaguars team, new coach. It's like they're, they're doing things different. The Cowboys will struggle yet again in this game. May pull out the win, may not, but they will struggle. I don't even think they cover the three and a half. And I dare, I said it.
2: Okay, um, I kind of agree with you in the fact that the Jags feel like I was reading an article, and I think Trevor Lawrence said that he <clears throat> like a light went off for him earlier this season and they're starting to play like that light went off for them. I, I would love to see the Jags do a little bit more on defense. Uh, they got more time to linebackers than you can throw a stick at, but it's just some reason that just hasn't messed yet. I'm actually going to agree with you. I'm going to say Dallas will win this bowl game, but it's going to be three, so the Jags will cover. And I think they're going to hit the over as well, over the 47-and-a-half. I can see it being a 30-27 um, type of bowl game where Dallas gets a field goal late to, to push them past the Jags. Uh That's it. I mean, it's real simple now, on that one for me.
1: Oh, my goodness. I don't – I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. I'm kind of actually torn on this game because Dallas is only three and a half and playing it – I mean, I, I got to eat my words because I called Trevor Lawrence a bust and he's you know, he been lighting it up. Um – yeah, figuratively, figuratively um so ah do i dare take the the hard decision guys i'm i'm actually leaning towards the jags on this i actually might go with the jaguars on this to upset the cowboys today that's where i'm gonna stand i'm gonna take the jags today i gotta change my pick in my uh and my uh in our fantasy, but I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Jags today. I'm gonna take the Jags today. Dallas struggled last week with Houston. Um <laughs> but you got a way better team in Jacksonville with more weapons. So give me Jacksonville today to upset the Cowboys.
0: You said that with such conviction that I, I love it when you say it like that because it could come true. And like I say, I've said this. Every year we've been on this show, every year we've done a Sunday show, a pregame show, every year that we've done it, I've said it about the Cowboys, you can win as many games you want, but you haven't arrived yet because you can't put together a good second half of the season. You can't put together that consistency in November, December, and early January. You can't put it together with, to the point where it translates into pre- uh, playoff success. You have not arrived yet. Until you can put it together like that, that's when you'll arrive. You have not arrived yet. The pieces are there. The coaching's even there. But you got to put everything together. Everything has to line up for you to arrive. Next game. This has playoff implications. Cincinnati Bengals versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa Bay. Cincinnati's three-and-a-half-point favorite over on this 46 and a half uh we may be winding down on the end of Tom Brady's career with uh Joe Burrow's career taking off 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 yet again uh one of the young guns in the league that pretty much the league's going to be in good hands when when Brady retires so fellas what y'all think about it midnight rider
2: I like to send a nice um F you to um the Bengals and their coaching staff for Knowing that T. Higgins was hurt and not putting him inactive and him giving us absolutely nothing last week um, in terms of fantasy points, which is all I'm really about right now at this point in time, because I'm hanging on to my playoffs by the hair on my chinny chin chin. chin, And I I I needed a win last week and I didn't get it. So hopefully um, the Bengals can come through for me today. I got Joe Burrow, J.B., doing big things you know um this offense is it's amazing how they they work their offense because you guys know Samaji Ron. Right? you saw him when he was here you didn't think he was like a third down back but it, it it's like it works like somehow he finds his way on a screen um and he scores at least once a week he scores on a screenplay uh it's probably not once a week but it just feels like it and I think Mixon's back in the in the mix. No puns intended there. So this team is just they're gonna they're gonna do their thing. And I don't think Tampa Bay has has the guns the the cannons to stick with them at all in this. I think this is gonna get ugly. I, I'm gonna take the Bengals um, and the number. And I if if I could do an alternate, I'd probably do about 10 points because the Bucks' offense has not looked good at all. They can't run the football. Um, they can't really throw the football. And it's like Tom's missing that that um that teddy bear. You know, his if, if Tom Brady was Linus, he would be missing his Binky. That's the best way to describe it. You know what I'm saying? He he don't have that blanket with him. And and that's that's actually showing his age more than anything else. Is he doesn't have that guy that he knows is third and six. And this guy's gonna get him six and a half. He might not get him seven, but he's gonna get him just enough. To get that football across that that line, and, and and that's been the struggle all day today. I mean, all all year for them. BJ. Yeah. Uh, I
1: I mean, this is another game that the line is only three and a half for for the struggles that the Buccaneers have displayed offensively, the inability to move the ball up and down the field with. Argu- arguably, the greatest quarterback to ever touch it. And at home, the Bengals only got three and a half. I would expect that to have been six or seven points. What Vegas know that we don't know. Um, I'm gonna still rock with the Bengals today. Um, do I, I need the Buccaneers to win just to keep the heat off the Bills? Um, but it's really Kansas City I need to lose. But anyway. Uh, I I got the Bengals pick. I'ma stick with the Bengals, and I'ma uh, I'ma I'm say the Bengals cover. I think this is. I I, I really think this is going to be a game. I don't know why. I think you know the Buccaneers come to play today. I think the the power. You know, I'm not gonna say high power, but that Bengals offense propels them to a victory today. I think. I think. I think the, the Buccaneers
0: covered. I think it's going to be a close game. Well, I got I to agree. I think the Bucs are covered, but the Bengals will win outright. I think it'll be a three-point game. I think this will be another one. And quite possibly – God, don't crucify me for this. passing of the torch moment. You know, because – we we went through Brady and and uh Brady and, and 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 Manning that that whole thing. Now we're gonna wind up seeing Burrow and Mahomes. It's gonna that's gonna be the next one that takes us the next ten to fifteen years. So, but give me the bucket the uh, the Bengals in this one by three.
1: Okay. Just leave out the man. Just leave out the man I have pictured in the screen. Just gonna be, just gonna be Mahomes and Burrow next fifteen years. I got you. What I'm talking about as far as no, rivalry, no, I'm not talking no, about because if no, if we, no, no, no. that's the don't, rivalry don't forget, right I know now. We, I know where you live at. Don't worry. about Oh you. my god. Don't worry about
0: it. I'm not. I'm not taking anything away from Josh Allen. Josh Allen is something. It's something different for Josh Allen. Something totally different. Okay.
1: That sounds like
2: blatant disrespect, man. That's uh, terrible. He he would do that to you, man. He's known for years. Y'all bled, sweat, and grinded, and he just going to be this that disrespectful? I don't even know what to do.
1: Like he, yeah, like like he wasn't even a factor. Like no, no, no. We're going to see the way he said it. We're going to see Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes AFC Championship game next fifteen years. The future of the AFC. The future of the AFC. Mahomes and Burrow. I had a dream that one day Joe
2: Burrow and Pat Mahomes will lead the AFC and there will be a dynasty and a decade of two quarterbacks dominating the AFC. That's what I heard. Y'all
1: done? That's what I heard. That's what
0: I heard. I heard the same thing. Y'all done? What we doing? What we doing? (sighs) Moving right along because that's not what I was saying. First and foremost, ooh, the, ooh, the, the game of the week is the Commanders hosting the Giants. Commanders are four-and-a-half-point favorites, over-unders 40-and-a-half. And I found this graphic right here. Every team's playoff chances. Uh, right now, Washington's at 64.1. With a win, it goes up, I think, to 80, 80% or something like that. With a loss, it drops down to 33 why the graphic got be over my picture? I don't know. It's just the way it happens.
2: God Yeah, yeah, Y'all just
0: going. Man, what's wrong with y'all this morning? Man? Y'all ain't. Look, when we finish, I got some fat back for y'all. We just come over. We're going to eat fat back, and y'all will be fine. Don't worry about it. Just Anyway, this game is so big, and I had to say this. Got to do this. The... not yet not yet oh my bad dj woody and big five seven will be at the legends plaza at 6 45 performing live tonight uh man i am excited and i love to see the fan base the players everybody's embracing this anthem this rally cry and it's beautiful because we've been winning so you know we got to do it it's only right left hand up who are we the commanders 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 hey, you don't like that y'all ain't got no song you can put me in the dark all you want baby. i was born in the dark see the thing is you adopted the dog i was born there. i knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, let's go around the room. Midnight ride
2: and take it away. I mean, it's real simple, man. Um today is a special day. And you know we always need today. It's no bigger moment. It's no bigger <laughs> moment. Get the canines out, baby. Get the canines out, baby. Get the mob ready. We need a hero today. You know, and Vegas, I gotta I gotta give Vegas his props because they did the biggest um degeneration X. We got two words for you when it came to this over under. It's 40 and a half. They know these two teams last time they played, played to 40 points. So they put this over-under right in the middle or right at where they think they're gonna be. And that, the sad thing is with these two offenses, that's probably the under is probably the, the right play. In this scenario, uh, and I, I would take the Giants with the plus four and a half just because I don't think this game is gonna be more than a field goal type of ball game. I think whoever kicks the last field goal wins this ball game. Hopefully, for the good guys, we got a hero in this Washington. Um, it's amazing to me though, because there's one thing that sticks out, in KG. you might notice this, or either BJ may notice this, but the commanders have gotten lucky the last two times they played the Giants. The Giants have had a guy wide open down the middle of the field or down the sideline in both ball games, And luckily for us, it was Steve Slayton, and he's dropped both of those balls. So at some point, like, maybe they got to put the the, the stick on them or something, I don't know. But that's the one thing that scares me is that they may actually hit one of those. But it's been there a couple times, the last two times we played them. And I heard that um just for notes – I don't know if you saw it, BJ, but Chase Young is supposed to be out today. Um, they said he hasn't been looking like himself per um, Albert Breer and the report he's got on his um, Twitter. And then uh, the other thing that I saw was, uh, it was oh, Landon Collins is supposed to be making his debut for the Giants or his re-debut this week for the Giants. So that's another thing just to look out for. Um, Haneke, I mean, he's the key to all of this. If if we get good Haneke, the guy that Chase Young was pointing on the back of his jersey, we get that guy. It's gonna be okay. But if we don't, it's gonna be a long. It's gonna be a long day. And that's that's the only thing I worry about is just which Haneke we gonna get and how long is he gonna play good? Because he tends to play good for a quarter, the first quarter, and maybe like the fourth quarter we gotta make a comeback, and that's it. So I'm a little nervous about that.
1: BJ, take it on. If 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 that song is being played at Legends Plaza today at FedEx Field, you mean the Giants in 17. I'll take the Giants in 17. If that's the song, if that's what y'all opening up with, that song, I'm gonna take the Giants in 17. Um, now nah, seriously. Um, it's a big game today. Yeah, I know the lights, big game um you know it doesn't get it doesn't get bigger than this NFC East you know they tied last time you know uh John Allen asked for the stadium to be packed tonight uh definitely uh hope that's the, the the case with burgundy and gold flooding the stands and not the 60 55 45 mix we see at FedEx field it really needs to be that home field edge tonight to help the commanders pull this one out. Um, I got the commanders picked. I, you know, I'm, I'm with the midnight rider right where this point spread is. You know, I think the under would be the play. I think this is going to be a, another struggle game. Just like that struggle sandwich that sugar sandwich you used to make as a kid, put a little water on it, make it a little thicker so it sticks to your bones. That's going to be one of these games. I don't think you're going to see a whole bunch of offense. Um, you'll see a, a flash here and there, you know, the Jahan Dotson, the the Saquon Barkley, you know, big play, Terry McLaurin. But I think this is gonna be like that 13, 10, 17, 13, or you know, 2017 overtime type. They got it got that type of feel to it for me. I, I'm gonna stick with the commanders today because they're at home, they've been playing good ball, they've been playing inspired ball. So I'm gonna stick with the commanders. I'm not gonna move that pick. Hopefully, they don't do a Cincinnati on us, and you know, they give us all the information of who's playing. Uh, and I know your boy and KG, I know your boy Landon Collins is gonna be excited. If he's playing today, well, he's gonna be all over the field. He's gonna be all over the field today. Dude.
0: I agree because that's the same. When when the midnight rider said it, the first thing I thought is, oh now he gonna he gonna be making all the plays, he's gonna be jumping up and all this. Why you couldn't do that when we paid you $126 million? That's all I asked for. That's the Landon Collins I wanted. But then when they switched your position and you start playing well, you still complain. Hmm. <sighs> I'm taking the Washington football team in this one. um, Dare I say it. Dare I say it? This is gonna probably be one of the biggest wins of Ron's tenure here, and I'm gonna call it 23-14, Washington. You know, feel good win. Tomorrow be take your pants off Monday, so I, I, you know, I'm not going to school. I'm not going to school. I'm not going to work with any pants on at all. So you know, left hand up. Who are we? The Commanders. Well, oh, it sounds like you going going commando if they win. So I don't know. Hey, let it all let it all flap in the wind. Let it all flap in the
2: wind. Mm. The mm. De- wait,
0: wait—the death stated I, right <laughs> oh, state I just
2: got right now. My lord!
0: The death stated I just got right now. Who? Man, let's get on about here. Let me. let. let, let you know what? Non sports related topic, but never mind. You know what? I take that off air because I, I gotta, I, I need to know something because I, I need to know if this only happens to me. But final thoughts, gentlemen, before we get out of here.
2: Um, my only thought today, right now, is with um, France, um, trying to see if they can pull off this miraculous comeback. Uh, they were down 2 0 to Argentina, um, and within a span of five minutes. Um, I think in the 76th minute and the 82nd minute, they've scored two goals. Um, so we're now pushed into extra time. And, yeah, I need France to win, man. Mm. Not not because of a bet, but I figure the way my name sounds, I should be close to a Frenchman because um, it's Conte is my last name. So, you know what I'm saying? I know somewhere in the islands, you know, we, we were in a French nation. So, yeah. And I figured France still all the African players anyway. So why not, you know, that's hey, that's why the African countries aren't doing well, is because France takes all their players. But I you ain't hear that from me. And I ain't want to gossip. Well, they so, also take all their money too, but um I ain't wanna gossip. But
0: oh that's not know, gossip, that's fact. But
2: and we're about to go on the political tangent. Um the back up what you said though, <laughs> you said something earlier. You said something about the black quarterbacks having to prove and be more. But that's, to be honest with you, that's always our MO. Like, we've always got to be greater. You know, you get Jeff Saturday off of NFL Today to go coach a team, but Eric bien who's coached the number one offense in the league for the last two seasons, can't get a sniff. You got a president in Obama who had every degree known to man and was questioned by his intelligence. But some dude off the street named Trump can go in and be president. Um the story of the world is we always have to do more and be, be more in order for everything to happen for us. So it's, it's no, it's no irony in the fact that they're questioning Jalen hurts. It just hurts that it's one of us questioning Jalen hurts to, to, to be honest about it. Um, if anything, Michael Parsons should just have just sat back and just been like, um, I respect what he's doing and just, 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 just give the brother props. But, that doesn't happen in our community all the time. So I'll let you guys take it from there.
1: I'm going to walk out of here talking about my Buffalo Bills and why why it's, it's such a, a passionate topic and issue that this team, and I know it's a lot of pressure on Josh Allen, McDermott, Brandon Bean, to erase those four Super Bowl losses. And, you know, even with their, them struggling, they're still a contender. Um, they find they're finding way different ways to win right now. They don't look like the juggernaut offense that can, you know, you blink twice, you go get a sandwich, or you go, you forgot the 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 the, the drink in the kitchen to your sandwich and they didn't score. Like, but I think this is a good thing. I think it elevates the offense. It shows them just like we talked about Patrick Mahomes not having that big play. With and I know they went and got toonie but Tyree Hills a different animal. They haven't had that same. Bang, bang. And, you know, Kansas City and Buffalo are going through it right now. And I think it's a good thing to figure out. If they, if they had just been rolling this season – sorry about the noise, guys. If they had just been rolling this season with no adversity, and then you get, you know, Tennessee coming to town, a snowy – and you know, uh, uh, Cleveland, somebody that can run the ball. Now Miami, now you, you shit out of luck. You, you know, you get to see yesterday – hey, maybe our defense isn't as tight as it, it is. I mean, we know we got some work to do. But watching this team, knowing that they have a window to erase um, the Buffalo history of the past, to put that in the past and to hoist the Lombardi Trophy for the city of Buffalo is really important. And I'm not from there. This is the team I attach to. But when we watch the football game – you. Both of you guys have seen Super Bowl championships. One against my Buffalo Bills. If you're an Eagles fan, you've seen a championship. New England. You know, all these teams, Rams. You know, it's very few teams that hasn't tasted that. Buffalo, Detroit. um, You know, a couple other teams that, you know, it's not coming to me right now. But it's, it's, it's really important. And I know I'm putting a lot of pressure on this team, that this team Takes advantage of the window that they have right now and get through because I'm thinking Eagles Buffalo Super Bowl. And, I, and I'm gonna put this out there because I told KG this I have a fear as a Buffalo fan if that's the case, the NFC East might complete the cycle against the Buffalo Bills and they would have lost to every team in the NFC East in the Super Bowl era. And that's that's when you as a buffalo bill fan that's the type of thing that things you think of because of what's happened in the past so when you see a buffalo bill fan out leave them leave them be leave them be yeah we know we lost four super bowls but right now we we're, we're trying to erase that hey
2: bj um i see you got number 17 up on your thing is he a good quarterback like is he one of the top quarterbacks in the afc because, I mean, KG only brought up two. He only brought up Burrow and Mahomes. And I feel yeah, like. Yeah,
1: and, that's, and that's, that's the thing. You know, I, I guess this is a, you know, a under the radar guy. You know, maybe he hasn't, you know, maybe he hasn't come to his own yet. I think he's. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, I, maybe it's one of them deals, you know. I mean, he's. He, he, the way KG talked about him, you would think he's a black quarterback for real. But, um, <laughs> you know. But he's he's he probably one of those guys. He probably got another couple steps to take before you can, you know, talk to him in the same breath as a Joe Burrow or a Patrick Mahomes or Ryan Tannehill. I mean, they wear the same number. Maybe he, you know, maybe he got a couple more things to prove to KG. Maybe it's not running for 44 yards. Maybe it's not 120 miles, a mile an hour balls thrown. I don't, I don't know what it is, you know, hurling over people. Fastest the couple records he's broken, he, he probably got a couple. Of, maybe he, maybe he need to go seventeen and zero next season. You know, go into the playoffs, uh, beat teams by an average of twenty one points. Um, probably throw for four ninety nine a game, run for another 170, six touchdowns. That might, that might, that might sway the big guy KG to Josh Allen.
2: Would you consider him a franchise quarterback? Because I, I obviously KG doesn't. So, I'm, ah, I'm, I'm just I mean, curious.
1: I mean, that's that's my boy. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we're we joined at the hip. If he doesn't feel Josh Allen's a franchise quarterback, then I what I'm going to do right now, when we get off the air, I'm going to go cry. I'm going to go cry okay. I'm gonna reevaluate some things. And, I mean, I thought he was a franchise quarterback. You know, he got a big deal like a franchise quarterback. He got paid before Lamar. But, you know, I'm going to just get off the air and cry because I thought me and him were, you know, on the same page and. I thought we viewed, you know, football the same, but obviously
0: we don't. Okay. Let let me say this and then I'll give my final thoughts and we can get out of here. I have no slight against Josh Allen. Number one, what would I know about a franchise quarterback? I've had two franchise quarterbacks in the last 40 years in Washington. Two. Two.
2: What do I know about a franchise quarterback? Well, obviously, you feel like that Josh Allen isn't one because you brought up Burrow and Mahomes. I, I was talking, talking about Burrow so glowingly, like it was—it was beautiful. It, like I heard music, I heard angels in the background. The small tear, yeah, a small tear in his eye. It's right, boys and men singing in the background, like, yeah. But see, the thing is, I was talking about Josh Burrow Island, for you—the big guy KG isn't like a franchise guy. I understand yeah. when well, you got him ranked like 12th? You got behind like Kirk Cousins, um, Brock Purdy. Um, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I, I understand how you rank quarterbacks, but you know, I just know I feel bad for BJ seeing that he got his Josh Allen thing up on the thing, like screaming for your attention to like actually acknowledge. If we want to keep it keep it real, you you haven't even acknowledged Josh Allen. Why won't you acknowledge Josh Allen? Every time I go to Lucy, a, every time to I go
0: to. I, I, I'm trying to explain the whole point. You're just not feeling Lucy today. When I was talking about Joe Burrow, I was talking about a passing of the torch. Mm. I was talking about a rivalry with Patrick Mahomes quarter. because they always talk about the rivalry between Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes. Mm. No Josh Allen. Oh my God. Moving right along, man. Look <laughs> here. Y'all, y'all are frustrating. Josh Allen, number one. Josh Allen is the best. <laughs> Happy now?
2: Like Ooh. what the hell, man? Ooh. Ooh. <sighs> Moving right along. Ah. Oh, sh- My Messy just-, just scored. That's game. Nah. Cuz they played okay. out they play out there overtime.
0: Okay. It wasn't sudden death. Nah. Uh big game tonight here in DC. Well, here in Ral John Landover, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I got some. My wife got me what we got. I got some cheese and some summer sausage and everything. She bought me a whole little joint that I can enjoy during the game.
2: See that uh, charcuterie board?
0: Yes, indeed. She got me one because I've been, I've been talking about. Uh, oops, I knocked stuff down. I've been, I nice, just oh. dropped it. Just dropped it again. I've been talking about summer sausage and how we used to get it as kids. So she found me some summer sausage and made sure I got it. So if if we're we going to get a subscription so we can get summer sausage all year, year round. So that'll be great. That's always good. Sit there with a parent knife on a porch and watch the cars go by eating summer sausage and crackers. But anyhow, big game tonight in D.C. Uh I'm just hoping that this does not turn into disaster and this does not spell, you know, the downward spiral, the end of the season. I'm hoping that this is the elevation that we've been looking for for years now. And as usual, I want to give a big shout out to DJ O Goody Woody and his nephew, Big Big 57. They 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 about the ban us from Dagon uh, from uh uh YouTube for that. Thank you, <laughs> <laughs> appreciate that. His nephew, him, uh, Woody, That's and why his nephew only play snippets.
2: Only play snippets. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You gotta watch out for that, right? Uh Hopefully, they have a beautiful performance tonight. Get the fans riled up, and I hope that stadium is loud. Because if I can open my balcony door and I can hear that stadium rocking, I'll be happy with that. I will be. Uh. Of course, we're gonna need, you know, we're gonna need a hero. It's, it can't be a manhood issue tonight. So final part, pardon thought for me, of course. I gotta say it. I gotta say it real, real low. Left hand up, who are we? Commanders. I had to say it low. She, she coming from oh, Lord. Run y'all. Run, run, run. We gotta go. <laughs> we gotta go. Now she wanna flick with the lights. You blow the light bulb if you want. I'm not changing it. Mm. Thank you for joining us. Uh if you haven't already, please, please, please. I just I I, I put out something last night solo, just kind of in the in the middle of the of the night and darkness and everything. Uh just the what if episode. Um, check that out. Give me some feedback. Tell me what you think. Hell, throw a few scenarios out to your daggone self. I love it. I love the the, 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 the feedback, the criticisms, everything. Give it to me only way we can get better is if we know we dialogue. So until next time, enjoy the rest of this Sunday. Uh Enjoy the games. And remember, let me end
1: up. for we, commanders? We don't say it, it. take a point off the points for it.
0: Oh, well, shit. If that's the case. Oh, man, they got it. I'm watching NFL Network. They got us winning 24-19. So. We don't do no overtime, y'all.
1: We are out of here. Josh Allen will haunt you in your sleep. Damn. <laughs>